on another episode of Soothing... I'm looking at that one, obviously. On another episode of Soothing Semantics, I am your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, smash the like button, leave your comments, good or bad, doesn't matter, we welcome them all. And today, this evening, we have a man who is sharp. <laughs> Very sharp. I've been Con- called worse. <laughs> controversial, intense. Yeah. Some people hate him, some people want to kill him. Yeah. Yes, yes. It Ladies, made- uh, yeah, they wanted to kill me twice tonight. Wow. That's what it is. I'm- yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so welcome, Mr. Donovan Sharp. Yeah, yeah. Good to be here, man. Um, yeah, I was just having a conversation with you guys off the air that a lot of, you know, some of the bigger creators are doing ourselves and smaller creators a disservice by not doing... Uh, by not doing podcasts with smaller people because you never know who's going to be watching. Um, it's cliche for a lot of guys to say, well, if I can just help one person, then that's enough. That that could be true. But if you want to help as many people as possible, you have to spread yourself around as often as possible. So that's that's the large part of the reason I'm here. Right. I would say if men have a, a you know, if we're biologically created to spread our seed, we mm-hmm. might as well spread it in, in the podcast sense too. Of course. That's what makes Yes. Sense. There you go. Yes. So, spread so your seed. Ladies and gents, Donovan Sharp, has uh, quite an impressive YouTube channel. You're almost at 200,000 subs. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. And you've been doing it for, you said, nine years? Since, uh, well, I've been 17. I've been podcasting since 2017, end of 2017. Um, 27, well, I started the podcast in 2017, didn't show my face until Labor Day of 2017. And uh, yeah, five years later, um, here we are. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I saw, I've been watching your content. You are very, very... You do not hold anything back. No, no holds barred. You say whatever's on your mind. So I just want to introduce a bit more. You have TSR Academy, mm-hmm. right? And yep. you're, you're kind of just helping men become the best versions of, of themselves. What yeah. Um, one of the one of the main criticisms of the of the outside world when it comes to the you know the the red pill community, the manosphere community, is that we do nothing but complain, but we don't offer solutions. Those those criticisms are disingenuous on many levels because a lot of times they really don't watch the content. The secret to content creation is to get eyeballs, right? You want to get people to watch your videos. So you have to have a shocking title. You have to have a shocking thumbnail. You'd be surprised at the number of people who comment on videos who didn't actually watch the video. And so it should come as no surprise that a lot of our critics and detractors say, well, they, they, they talk a bunch of shit and they complain but they don't offer solutions. Um, I've, offer, I've been offering solutions now for, so I've been podcasting since 2017. I've been writing for the Manosphere since 2014. Um, I, I've got another website called How to Relationship. I, wrote a, I, I did a course called How to Build a Quality Woman from the Ground Up, How to Master the Game, How to Train Your Woman, How to, uh, how to Properly Vet Women Here in the Modern World. So yeah, I certainly point out the issues that, that go on with American women, modern women. But by the same token, after I point out the issue, I give you the solution. Now, to, in their defense, there are a lot of channels out there that do nothing but complain. These are the black pill channels. A lot of, there are some MGTOW channels that do nothing but complain. What's the black pill channel that's, that you're familiar with? Uh, MGTOW Dictionary. Uh, MGTOW Dictionary. Anthony Johnson. Uh, Southern Israelite. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Undead Chronic. Never all, heard of any of these. Yeah. No well, that's good. All these guys. All these guys do is complain about women and talk shit about the guys in the red pill space. That's literally all they do. 
that kind of content is just created for losers. Mm. And when the outside world wants to sort of judge us as a whole, that's their basis for comparison. They're not looking at guys like me. They're not looking at guys like Fresh and Fit, Rolla Tomasi, you know, Meyer and Games, who actually offer solutions, you know, with, uh, you know, with Money Mondays, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So it's very easy to pick out sort of the, the, the lowest common denominator, the losers of the Manosphere, because don't get me wrong, the Manosphere has a lot of, of invaluable people and characters, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of fucked up people out there too. And that's what the public uses to show the world who we are. So when it comes down to it, yeah, there are going to be times where you have to point out what the problems are. People like to characterize that as complaining. I don't give a shit what it is. Just point it out. But by the same token, you also have to offer solutions because if you don't offer solutions, people are going to be stuck in the anger phase. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Very well said. I, th- yeah. I think a big issue with, with the red pill and, and what I mean by that is a lot of guys who are listening to it, mm-hmm. They take what they want out of it, mm-hmm. and they don't kind of contextualize and say, "Okay, they're not." The point here is not to shit on women, right? The point here is to understand how women think, how men think, and how men can be better in attracting women and having better relationships. 100%. That's how I see it. Yeah. So I don't look at it as this hatred. Where Myron, for instance, he's very intense. Yeah. And uh, he, in a sense, I think, crucifies himself. And what I mean by that is, and he does it willingly and happily. Of course, yeah. But. In doing so, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people that don't like him. Yeah. And he knows that full and well, and I respect him for the fact that he does it every single day knowing what comes with it. That's right. And he still stands by his by his convictions and does what he needs to do. He has thick skin, so it's, man. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of respect. So uh, to the women who watch him and hate him, I think try your best. And you don't have to like him. You don't have to like anybody. Try to listen to the message behind what he's saying and not to, not get so upset at how he's saying it. He says it all the time. Uh, but there are certain people that can deliver a message in a kind of more tactful way mm-hmm. where it sounds a lot smoother and easier to, to digest. So you have Rolo, like we were talking about yeah. in the car, yeah. who can say the same things Myron says because Myron, he's a student yes. of, of Rolo. He is, yes, of 100%. And he, he says that. So it doesn't matter how harsh it is necessarily. I mean, I think it matters to some degree. Sure, for certain of course. People. Try to hear the message because a lot of what he says makes a lot of fucking sense. It's you ever just... heard of, there's a content creator, his name is Tommy Sotomayor, you ever heard of him? Sotomayor? Uh, Sotomayor. It's, uh, it's, it's a pseudonymous last name. Gotcha. But 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 you've heard of Kevin Samuels, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh, he he's takes Myron to the next level. Oh my god, yeah. It was, it was incredible. So, Tommy Sotomayor, the main, the, uh, the main criticism of him, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because he's, you think, dude, you think I'm aggressive, you think I'm intense? Tommy is, and and he knows his shit. He's an absolute maniac. I love that dude to death. But again, people are like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Then along came Kevin Samuels, who was literally saying the same things as Tommy Sotomayor. The difference was, Kevin was smoother, he was in a suit, he looked good, he looked like he smelled good. He was sort of like the velvet hammer. They still had a problem with it. Mm -hmm. So anytime someone says, well, it's not what he says, it's how he says it, no, it's that he said it. You understand That's what I mean? True, yeah. yeah, women in in if 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 something pisses you off about you, more than likely it's probably true. If somebody if somebody were to to get on and do a video about me, Donovan is fat, he's lazy. Well, I don't know. I'm a little I'm, I'm a little chubby now, but Donovan is obese, his his woman is ugly, he's broke and he sucks as a human. I'm not going to get upset about that because none of that is true. 100%. Whereas when we say, "Hey man, listen, you got blue hair and an ass tattoo, you a hoe." Talking about destiny? 
Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. He's like, who the fuck is this kid? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I'll sit down. I'll sit down with you eventually, buddy. Destiny, yeah. man. I, you know, it's interesting. I actually, I actually, li- I like Destiny. I like his he's personality. Smart. He's a smart dude. He's smart he's as a, a smart wit, but it's, it's hard to know what he believes because he is, I think he disagrees for disagreeable sake. I think his shtick is just to be a contrarian. Yeah, I think he likes to be a contrarian. Yeah, I think he likes to be a contrarian, and, and that's okay. But I don't know what your true belief system is. Not that he cares and not that anyone should know, but that's just what makes it hard for me as far as he's trying to be an advocate for people who are offended by what the whole kind of sphere of the Manosphere talks about. Yeah, yeah. He hates the red pill. He hates he hates the Manosphere guys. And it's interesting. A lot of quote-unquote incels and black pill guys, they love Destiny. Because Destiny, you know, goes after the Manosphere speaks and the red pill. Speaks to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but th- Destiny is rich. Those guys are fucking losers. So, you know, there, there's really no value in that. So, it is what it is. 100%. I think, uh, yeah. Uh, it's very, very sad for a lot of these guys who, who don't get any. Th- that's the saddest thing. If you aren't, have no ability to attract women whatsoever, mm-hmm. and you... You are upset at women for it. Jordan Peterson talked about that. Yeah. That is the saddest place to be. If women aren't choosing you, for whether it's casual or serious, yep. that is you. That is your problem. It's very simple. Yes. Whether it's your body, your finances, your intelligence, your ability to hold a conversation, understanding them. They want typically, and I, I think Adam mentioned this, mm-hmm. women like a guy who, un, who, can, who already figures it out, who has yeah, it understood. Sure. We don't have, every, we, we can never fully understand. No, but women want men to be competent to some degree. To some degree. And there, there are so many men who complain, and this is what a lot of, uh, a lot of men pretend not to understand. Girls got to get a return on investment too. A girl is not going to feed you, fuck you, and shut the fuck up for nothing. She's got to, <laughs> she's got to, dude, she's, shout out to Chris Rock. She, she needs something out of the deal too. Totally. So if a woman is going to be fit, feminine, and friendly, she's not going to stick around if, and there are a lot of meathead red pill guys, I don't care how hot she is. If she fucks up one time, she's fucking gone. Or she comes over, I blow her back out, and then I kick her out, and she can't get enough of it. That's bullshit. A woman is not going to give you sex if she's not getting something from you whether it's your time your 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 attention your your resources whatever women don't come for free man and neither do men unfortunately most men undervalue themselves but most women overvalue themselves but then on the but then on the flip side men think that they should be able to get women for free where women are actually getting men for free literally with nothing but their looks so i think that's a major disconnect especially in this community it's very true yeah and and it's only becoming more magnified now with with social media oh yes fans the western world how People are just pandering to how in the world can you sell bath water? By the way, if, if you want to chime in, Luke. And oh, my is, God. How the, 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 the world, Delphine girl. How in the world? Are, I can't believe there are men sitting at home Dude. willing to pay any amount of money for the most ridiculous things. I, I can't even understand The it. farts in a jar. Did you hear about that? <laughs> That's the thing? Dude, the bitch. <laughs> Dude, the bitch allegedly... Farted, farted in a bunch of jars. The bitch, <laughs> the bitch made fifty thousand dollars in one weekend selling farts in a jar. It's I'll just send farts in it. I'm in the wrong fucking business, dude. Right? Shit, I'm a man. I'll fart all fucking day if it pays me fifty thousand dollars <laughs> in a weekend. We do yeah, it anyway. Hell yeah, may as well get fart paid in for a mason, it. In mason jar, put my name on. You feel me? Exactly, man. But that just shows the that that just shows the level. That shows the level of not only thirst, but just a pure ineptitude. Oh, my God. And we crazy. can't and, – and the thing is, is we can't, blame, we can't really put all the blame on men. We were not taught how to, how to handle women. I certainly wasn't. 
I mean, dude, I'm 45 years old. I didn't figure women out until roughly 13 years ago. And that's because we were grown up with faulty programming. Our fathers were not as masculine. Our mothers ran the household for, for the most part. And so I think there are a lot of guys who try to hold men. There are some guys in the red pill space that hold men accountable for things that they were never taught. A lot of guys, and a lot of guys with this knowledge, they assume that other guys automatically have it. Believe it or not, there are some guys who were just naturally good with women. Mm-hmm. Whether they're six feet tall or they had the gift of gab, they were just naturally good with women. I think primarily when it comes to these things, there are certain elements of luck, right? If you're taller and you have great hair, sure. you're good looking, yeah. it's going to be easier. Absolutely. However, it really comes down to trial and error. The yep. more you're willing to get rejected and go out there and look like an, an idiot, mm-hmm. the sooner you're going to start to learn these things. Yep. Another interesting point, and I do want to go into some of the questions I asked you. Okay. Uh, when it comes to all of this, right, all of this red pill and understanding women and, and not getting finessed and, and you know staying married, mm-hmm. do, doing the best to, to have happiness in a relationship, do you feel that if a guy is a virgin and a girl is a virgin and they haven't been with anyone else, do you think that could possibly help? So say a, a traditional religious guy and girl, mm-hmm. maybe ignorance is bliss. Maybe all of this you know, hypergamy, I'm playing devil's advocate sure. Maybe all this hypergamy and all these laws and all this craziness wouldn't matter as much because we don't have anyone to compare to. What do you think? Um, 60 years ago, you're 100% correct. Um, But it's not 60 years ago. It's 2023. And the fact of the matter is, is that women are now aware of their options. So let's go back to the 1950s and 60s, you know, the golden era of relationships. Most women, most women only had access to the men that they were privy to, the men in their town, the men they went to school with, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now because of Instagram and social media, it's the world is flat. A girl in you know, you know Ames, Iowa, if she looks good enough, dude, a Russian you know you know billionaire can fly her out for the weekend to Dubai. And so what's what, what's really happened is that girls are now exposed to their options. See, 60 years ago, girls had endless options. The difference is, is they didn't know about it because there was no social media. But now because of social media, a girl in a small town in maybe, I don't know, like, like Estonia. And it was funny. Um, Andrew told the story one time. He told us, he's like, man, I was in Romania one time and we, you know, we rolled up to the small village and like there were these two beautiful girls. They were modest. They were feminine. They're like, oh my God, is this actually, is this actually a town or a city where these girls don't know they're hot? Come to find out they had over a half a million uh, Instagram followers each. Small town, small town. And so to go back to your original question, is it great for a guy, a, a male virgin and a female virgin to get together? 60 years ago, that was the creme de la creme. But now because of social media and the internet, and of course we know women's, not only is, is, it, is it in a woman's nature to be hypergamous, our culture encourages them to engage in behaviors that are not conducive for a long-term, conducive to a long-term successful relationship. So if you're a, so if you're a virgin and you marry a girl who's a virgin, you got to start the countdown because at some point she's going she's to figure out. to know what's going on. There outside. you go. That's yeah. exactly right. I see that. So, so something interesting because I may have, uh, you know, people who know me, right? So some Orthodox Jews, some Jews in general. I can't speak for Christians or Muslims or sure. anyone else. There's definitely in there are definitely plenty of Jewish religious groups who who do marry right as virgins. 
And I do think there might be an element of that where that ignorance is bliss. And I'm not a big believer of ignorance is bliss. But I agree with you. I, yeah. I agree with you, man. You can, ignorance you can, is bliss. It really to is. To some degree. To some degree. Because it's like, well, if the sex is bad, you don't have anything to compare it to. That's exactly right. <laughs> here's, here's the difference. Unless you find out. Well, well, yeah, don't, of course. See, here's, a, here's a thing. Here's a quick thing. If, say, a guy and girl were, were virgins till marriage, mm-hmm. and then the girl starts talking to her girlfriend, mm-hmm. seeing, oh, well, there what do you is. do? How do you do it? And she said, wait, that's a thing? This is, right? how, this is what happened in my own family. My mother and father were both virgins when they got married. My mother was the virgin bride. Um, my, my, my mother and father were married when he was 17 and she was 16. They were married, wow. very, yeah, they were married very young. As soon as uh, I'm sorry, he was 18 and she was 16. Soon as he, as soon as they got married, he was shipped off to boot camp. She finished high school. They got back together and had the family. Well, my mom made quick friends with other military wives, and they started filling her head with the things that they were doing when their husbands were off on TDY or working late shifts. Curiosity got the better of my mom, and it ended up destroying our family and ultimately her. Um, it, it led to two separations. My, my my folks were separated twice before they finally were divorced for good. My mother hasn't been married since, and neither has my father. And it's it's an unfortunate thing because we always talk about the commodity of the virgin bride. The virgin bride can only be a commodity if the culture supports the marriage. Very well said. But our culture doesn't support that. It's all about it's all about exploring your options and living my best life and this and that and the third. Very selfish. And it's very selfish. It's ex- and selfish. oh my god, my mother was extremely extremely selfish, and she still pays the price for the way she conducted herself today. But she was the virgin bride. So That's unfortunate. She, what do you advise women in her position? Say a, a girl is in her position at that age, or say she's in her early twenties, married, husband goes off to to the military. What can she do? Does she ignore those women? Like, what can she do to maybe avoid those things? Or what can the guy do? Oh, God. Um, Jesus Christ, man. You can't. Because, dude, we know military wives cheat literally all the time. They cheat. Dude, as soon as their husbands go overseas, yeah. they're fucking around. I and mean, they would argue the other way around, too. Like army, army. Well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, there's that's the difference between men and women. Yeah, men can go overseas and fuck a bunch of chicks, but he still loves his wife. We had that conversation oh, yeah, in the car, totally right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And so what what that really comes down to, there's nothing. I mean, I can tell a girl, hey, here's how to, here's how to save your marriage. But, again, women are more influenced by the outside world than they are their own husband. So my advice to them, I don't have any advice. This is just an impossible situation. That's, it really is. I, I don't. I didn't have an answer either for you. Yeah, me. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know what to tell. As far as as far as men are concerned, I would advise: do not get married while you're in the military. Don't fucking do it, man. We, dude, we all have heard stories. We all know that. Listen, we all know Jody is trying to get at your wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. And eventually he will. And dude, there are countless, dude, there are countless stories of military wives cheating on their husbands, paternity fraud, having children with with their husbands overseas. Husband has no idea. Guys, if you're in the military and you're young, do not get married. Don't do it. Oh my god! Yeah, right. It's almost like it's almost like our it's almost like our government. You're saying because of the benefits? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah Crazy. The, every time I know a military couple that does it, that's exactly the reason. Unbelievable. Like, well, I mean, we can't pass this up. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they lure them in with the benefits, and a lot of times it's one lump sum money. By the way, do you have a camera on you? If you want to, you should have a camera. No, no. Okay. He's like, I'll be. He's like, I'll be the. I'll be the. Okay, there we okay, go. There yeah, we are. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. No, feel free to chime in, homie. But yeah, man, a lot of uh, there are a lot, and 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 you're right. It's very tempting to an 18, 19, 20 year old kid 
who just got married. He's got a young wife. They're, hey, man, if you or he's got a girlfriend. Hey, if you get married, you get housing. We give you a twenty thousand dollar bonus. I mean, who the hell is going to turn that down? 100%. Right. There's no incentive to not do it. There's always yes. incentive to do it. I agree. Okay, so now now we can we can stick on this. But I, okay. I want to. Interesting thing. So the, I've actually watched Marnie years ago. Oh, my I watched God. So few, did I. So I watched a few of her videos, and this was when I was a kid. Like, I was really young. I was yeah, yeah. like, I don't know, 17, 18. And I watched a few of them, and I'm like, I got to go to a guy for this advice. Like, she's just giving me cliche shit. Even when I was younger, I realized. Huh. That. How about that? Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize yeah, that. Yeah, I was so a grown fucking man. <laughs> I did. No, because, because she kept saying these very sweet, cute things. And, and I would think she's a little more real than some of the other ones. But I just, I was like, yeah, you know what? I watched a few, but I don't remember them. So then I saw her now. I didn't even know she still does this. Yeah. And then I saw your, your uh, yeah my reaction to her on reaction the sauce video to on the side. So just to give everyone a, a an overview, Marnie is a female dating coach for men. She's been doing this for years yeah. on YouTube. I don't know how many years already. Ten years, maybe more. Probably yeah, yeah. It's a very long time. And Adam Sosnick, whoever doesn't know Adam Sosnick, put Adam Sosnick on YouTube. Value Tainment Money. You'll see him. I had him on the show. Excellent guy. A fellow. Uh, uh, matzo bowl maker like me and uh, he he spoke to her and she was talking about how she's the breadwinner and she's totally fine with it their marriage is great and you see you kind of see her eyes moving around yes. because Adam calls her out on it and says is that really uh, how do you really like it that way is, are you fulfilled that way yeah and she kind of has this movement of the eyes that tells otherwise her facial expression makes it seem like she's not exactly so fulfilled so Go into why you feel, and over the general populace, men are generally better off, and women are better off and happier when the male is the provider in the relationship. Why do yeah, you man. If women are not mentally equipped to be the breadwinner, they're not. When women are the breadwinners, they're the they are fucking bitches. They're fucking bitches. Because think about it this way: I had this one. I had this one lady on. Um, I had this one lady on my podcast, and she told me the same thing that Marnie said. Oh yeah, I have no problem being the breadwinner. I said okay. So let let me just give you the situation. Let's say you're the breadwinner and your husband's a stay at home dad. By the way, I have a few friends that are in this position. Oh I my! I hope they hear this. Oh Jesus Christ! And so yeah, so let's say you're the breadwinner and you know you have a stay at home dad. He you know takes care of the kids. Mm. Let's just say that you come home and your husband says, you know, honey, it'd be nice if you could cook every once in a while. You should have seen her face. She was like, what the what the, what do I need to cook for? Right? I'm the breadwinner. I said, let's take it back one more time. Let's say that you were to date a broke dude, right? Let's just say that you had that, like, let's just say that he lived with his mom, whatever the case may be. Let's say he moves in with you. You good with it? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. You know, as long as we're respectful of one another. I said, okay. What if he told you, you know what? We need to move the couch over here. We're going to take this picture off of there. We're going to do that. She's like, well, I wouldn't, I, I would tell him no. And I said, why? She said, and I repeat, and I said at the same, same time, because I pay the fucking bills in this motherfucker. This is why women are not equipped to be leaders. It's because it's it's because it's because and again, it's not that women can't lead in certain situations, but the only time women can lead is when it comes to children. Women should never lead men. Every there there dude, I cannot think of one relationship in all of human history where the woman was the breadwinner, was the primary breadwinner, that was in a happy relationship. It's just not it's just not in our biological I think, DNA. I think there are some that exist, and I'm just to kind of interject a little bit. They the exist, majority, but they're fucking miserable, yeah, the dude. Majority, the majority of relationships are definitely better off where the man is the breadwinner. Of course. And, 
I mean, I just see this night and day. It's just, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You can see it with Marnie, though. And so it was so funny. She actually gave herself away. She says, yeah, there were times where I told I him to, that I he... I show this to you, dude. Yeah, it's, it, it, was, it was unbelievable. She's like, yeah, there's times where I had to ask him to step it up. I was like, oh... Oh, yeah, there's trouble in paradise. They're going to push, because ultimately, I think that, real quick, I think yeah, there's yeah. A, they'll give you a grace period. Say they're younger, yeah. okay, if, if the guy, especially if the guy's good-looking or, or he has the potential, if the girl's the breadwinner for now, sure. she'll say, you know what, I'll, I'm going to take a bet on this guy. I'll give him a few years. I'll support him. I'll really push him as hard as I can. This is exactly hopefully, what happened with me and my girlfriend, man. Hopefully, at some point, he'll surpass me or at least be at a similar level where I'll feel like, okay, now this is cool. You know, he had his period. I gave it. We, I supported him. I brought him up, and now he's here. Great, fantastic. I'll keep supporting him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Maybe I can take the backseat at some point. But if he's just not getting there and years are going by, one, two, three, four, five, six. Not going to happen, man. They're not sticking around, dude. They're not going to stick around. They're going to be tired of it. And, not, well, and they, they should be tired, tired of it, they and they be. should leave. I, I just don't – I don't like, blame them for that at all. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is is they – they like Marty, she pretends that she is in this happy, satisfying, and fulfilling relationship. But all she is doing is making her necessity a virtue like Rolo Tomasi says. She her her necessity is that she is the breadwinner. But when you listen to her on Saucecast, you know that the dynamic is fucked up. No matter how much she tries to put on a pretty face, and even Adam called her. I was like, wait a minute, are you really happy? And just like you said, you could read her body language. She's not supposed to be okay with this, but she has to tell the world that she's okay with this because this is her life. Her necessity is her virtue. It's sad, man. Here's another question, though. Do you think maybe that sometimes? Women who are very ambitious and make a lot of money, they're so intense as women that a lot of the guys they might have wanted to date didn't want that, didn't want to deal with the intensity. So they ended up finding a guy who was softer and gentler who would put up with that. Yep. And now they're trying to turn them into that guy that didn't that didn't go for him. That's exactly right. The more the what more do you think astute. <laughs> I've said this and Myron puts this so much more succinctly than I did, but I have always I've said years ago that the more money, status, clout, um, you know, uh, property a woman acquires, the further she shrinks her pool of potential suitors, and that is the very definition of hypergamy. Women aren't going to fuck down. They're not going to date down. They're not going to marry down. They want to fuck up. They want to date up. They want to marry up. And so if you're if, so the female junior partner at the law firm. She's not going to date a first year. She's not dating a law clerk. She wants to date a junior partner or a senior partner. 100%. Best case scenario, she wants to date the guy with his name on the door. And so what women what women don't realize about their own nature, it, it, this whole culture tells them to go out and be boss babes and this and that and the third, but they don't realize that they're that they don't realize that the men that they qualify for are or the men that they want are shrinking further and further because the more money she makes, the more money her man has to make. And as we all know, most I think the average what's the average salary for men here in in, in twenty twenty three? It's like forty seven thousand dollars a year. Yeah. If a woman is making sixty eight thousand dollars a year, there's no way she's dating Mike no, who works no at Jiffy Lou. No chance. No, no, no chance, chance, man. So when she finally becomes a senior partner or the CEO or CEO, oh, guess what? The only men she wants to date or marry are CEOs. But guess what? The CEOs don't want to date female CEOs. They want to date the hot 23-year-old fucking secretary. And women don't women don't this realize this. Really, but women hate hearing these things. They do, but reality it's true. Is reality is reality. It's like true, it's- man. And, and and it's funny. Sosnick talks about this all the time. He's got all kinds of girls that he went to high school with. 40, 42 years old, titans of the industry. And they're all like, dude, like I was told to become this boss bitch and my guy would show up. 
Where are the men? The men are with the women who looked and acted like you used to. The other, the other ugly side of women in corporate America is that to be successful in corporate America, you can't be feminine. You can't have feminine qualities. Otherwise, you're going to fail and flunk you out. You have to be disagreeable. You have to be disagreeable. You got to be masculine. Got to be aggressive. And so women have to take on these characteristics in order to be successful. They, they this is become, what they're they supposed become to become the, the men they want to date. Yeah. There you go, man. And so what ends up happening is they're in these fields for so long that by the time they're 38, 39 years old, they literally have forgotten how to be a woman. That's so interesting because as a realtor in sales, the oh, you probably see that all the time. Oh, oh so wow, many wow. single women in that industry. Oh, yes, of course. And of a course. lot of them are beautiful. Yes, but yes. They're, you know, 30s, 40s, sometimes 50. A lot of single moms, a lot of single yep. women. And it, it, it makes perfect sense yeah yeah because they have a lot of them are like i said they're beautiful yes and some of them are making multiple six figures and they're like well i'm gonna stay single unless i get what i want because they're in sales it's a hard industry to crack you have to do it for kudos to them like respect for them hey man if they they accomplish it yeah 100 percent. like it takes work it's impressive as long as they aren't doing certain things to get the deals as long as they're doing the deals properly and ethically and they're not you know losing their respect to do it all respect to them but their pool is so much smaller now yeah. because the vast majority of those women are not going to date men who are making less than they are, or at no. least a lot less than they are. Maybe, maybe if they're making two hundred a year, they'll date a guy who's making one fifty. Yeah, maybe. But even the guy dating one fifty doesn't want to date the girl making two hundred because of the masculine characteristics. And and typical, again, typical. let's just say he's making one fifty, she's making two hundred. It goes back to, hey, we need to move this and that and the other. No, because I pay the bills in this motherfucker, right? right. So the guy making 150 is like, dude, what the fuck am I going to deal with this for? I don't need this woman for her money. I'd rather date the fucking hot barista who's, you know, the, the 22-year-old hot barista who's not going to be all in my ear about, about the money she makes. And, and, and one thing that women are uh, – one thing that's very annoying about women who are accomplished is they, they're constantly trying to prove to the men that they're interested in how smart they are, how accomplished they are. And that – it's just a fucking turnoff, man. It really is. I couldn't agree more. It does not make them attractive at all. I agree with you. Listen, I respect anyone who works hard. Sure, of course. If you have to do so much to prove it, it's just it takes away the value. What uh, women have to understand is that there are costs. If you want to if you want to be a doctor, lawyer, surgeon, whatever, hey, listen, do you. Just understand that on the back end, you're probably going to be single for the rest of your life. That's just how it is. I would, yeah, I mean, with doctors and lawyers and things like things like that, there are plenty of them that are married. Yeah. So I wouldn't say not to pursue those careers, but yeah, you should know. Some girl game for the girls. This is funny. Yeah, a girls always ask, well, where do I find a high value in my body? Here's what I would advise girls who are 18 years old. If your type is lawyers, go to paralegal school. Become a paralegal, then you meet your lawyer guy. If doctors are your type... Get your CNA certificate. Become a certified nursing assistant and help him with his private practice. If your guy's an entrepreneur, get an accounting degree and help him with his books. They're, the most successful relationships as far as entrepreneurs are concerned is the man who's the entrepreneur and his woman works with or for him. It works almost every single time, myself included. So that's a little bit of girl game. If there are women watching and you want to know where to find these high-value guys, dude, be the, uh, be the ball girl at golf courses. Dude, who golfs? Rich guys. Okay, dude, be the girl who serves the alcohol. Um, at, you know, at uh, NBA, NFL games, be the bottle girl. Be the you know, be the girl who is serving the drinks at you know the Bengals and the Bills. You will you will get in front of these high status men, and if you are feminine enough, trust me when I tell you they will notice you. Oh, but you can't meet you can't meet them at the fucking club shaking your so ass. Otherwise, do they don't say, take it seriously. Okay, and I agree with this. By the way, what do you what do you say to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. advocate again to women who say, well, I don't want to be in the kitchen. I I want to be a neurosurgeon. That is my, you know, goal in life. Yeah, Same. 
you can't serve two gods. If you want to be a neurosurgeon, that's great. The world needs neurosurgeons. Just understand that if you, if, to become a neurosurgeon, it takes, what, 12 years, and then there's the residency. Enormous amount of time. Some, something's going to have to suffer. Women can't do it all, and they can't, be, they can't have everything. You can either be a good employee or you can be a good mother, but you can never be both. At some point, you're going to have to make a decision. Unfortunately, women don't feel like they should have to make a decision, and their relationships end up suffering. And nine times out of ten, women women are more loyal to their jobs than they are to their men. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. As far as a woman's boss is concerned, the 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 the, the boss tells her how to dress. He tells her when to show up. He tells her when she can leave. When she can leave, he tells her when she can take a lunch break. If she steps out of line, if she comes dressed provocatively, go home and get changed. They do it without question. But let a man say, whoa, I don't want you wearing that to work. Well, fuck you. You can't tell me what to do. Well, why why, why are you coming home late? Well, I can't. Well, you can't. So you mean to tell me that you're willing to undergo probation for a job at work for a company that doesn't give a fuck about you, but as soon as a guy like me says, well, listen, before you're my girl, you need to undergo probation and train. So wait a minute. You're going to let your boss train you, but your boyfriend can't train you, right? You can be fit, feminine, and friendly for your job, but not for your man. And then, again, women wonder why they have these strained relationships because their loyalties lie with their bosses. It's, it's literally night and day, man. Women are That's women are more. This is the reason why so many women sleep with their bosses. The dynamic is there. He's in charge. She's the leader. Whatever he says goes. Her her livelihood quite literally depends on him. Yeah. There's a why massive, shouldn't they? Massive attraction. For yeah. Them. Of course. Okay. So phenomenal. Oh, everything was phenomenally said. Uh, let's see here. I can't wait for the comments. Okay. <laughs> now that's the, where the party starts the question with can a couple both be leaders we kind of answered that there's really no need to go into that yeah uh, there can never be two leaders if there are two leaders then there are no leaders that's just how it is it's so funny because you'll have I've, I've heard this on videos like oh no we're both I think I'm fresh and fit oh no we're both the leader <laughs> no you can't bruh like there is a pilot and a co-pilot but if I'm the pilot my woman is the stewardess right I got this I can fly I can fly the fucking plane on my own I don't know why I don't know why women want to be the co-leader. It's almost like in in good successful relationships, there's only one boss. Now, I may seek my woman's counsel if it's something that I don't know, but at the end of the day, someone's got to have the final say. Right. Two people can't have the final say. You can't it, it just it's it's do impossible. You ever, do you ever give your girl the final say? Never. 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 Ever. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing. A man who makes the decisions, women love it when a man makes the decisions. They love it because they can relax. The reason why men are equipped to be leaders is because we are more prepared to deal with the consequences of our choices, whether they're good or bad. Women can handle that shit because what's the first thing they do if they make a decision and something goes wrong? They start to point the finger. Men were like, you know what? That's on me. I fucked up. I understand. I'm going to learn this lesson. I'm going to move on. Women are always blame shifting. This is why women make shitty leaders. I think in work environments, there definitely are great female leaders. Like women can lead in certain predicaments, especially like in certain parts of the home. Yeah. Uh, But in terms of relationships primarily, yeah, men should definitely be. Oh, dude, of course, man. I mean, for instance, with me, if my my wife wants to paint the house pink, it's not happening. She can she can Fuck find no. one room if she wants to do a little show, you know, like you maybe I'll build you a shed in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. You can paint that pink. But yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, like in terms of interior design, I mean, if she has a certain idea and I like how it looks, yeah, I'll for it. Now, like, now, I, now, now that that I agree with. Look, man, I'll make all the decisions, but as far as the live, hey, look, fine, 
whatever. Look, if whatever you want, that's fine. Just make sure that it's it's not looking like a woman lives here. Now, if there's something I don't like, I'll be like, okay, that's got to go. Mm. But I'm not I'm not a micromanager. Hey, design the bathroom. Look, okay, you want granite top? Okay, fine. I've got other shit to be doing. But when it comes to the actual final decision in terms of the cost and the contract, that runs through me, 100%. Uh, completely. What's yeah. also interesting, just to kind of envelope this whole thing, is people that are watching this that'll, that'll get triggered by what I'm saying or what Donovan's saying, you think with your own discretion. If you vehemently disagree with everything we're saying, go and live your life. Life will teach you on its own. You know it. Whether your opinions were right or not. Whew, wow. Sitting yeah. there and going, oh, it does, that guy is a damn do. It's like, what does it do? Yeah, give it five years, listen, buddy. And see right, what happens. Listen to, listen to it. Dissect it. Figure out whether you agree or not, whether you're a, a man or woman listening to this. Instead of shitting on us, we have our own lives. We've come to our own conclusions. Um, and make your own judgments. judgments. And again, life will teach you whether you like it or not, it's going to teach you on it. That's right. That's really, P- really listen. Awesome. You're people will be red pilled at one point or another, 100%. whether they acknowledge or admit it 100%, or not. One hundred percent. Let's see. Do you think there are any setbacks to the red pill community? Do you think maybe the people listening to it or the people that the guys themselves say like fresh and fit? Mm-hmm. Do you think the, the kind of content they put out can that be detrimental to their relationships? Yeah, uh, especially if they're in a shitty one, man. Um, it, yeah, listen, if, if you're in the kind of relationship, if you're in the kind of relationship with a woman who is engaging in behaviors that are not conducive for a good long-term relationship, you better fucking believe Fresh and Fit is bad for your relationship, man. Um, and it should be. A lot of guys come to me and... Well, I meant, no, no I meant for the guys specifically, for, for the actual hosts. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, dude, everything, I mean, there might be some surface level disagreements that people might have with, with, the, with the message of Fresh and Fit, but the surface level disagreements in terms of, you know, day-to-day operations, that's not going to make or break a relationship. Some guys like doing things one way, other guys might like to do it another way. But fundamentally, just like we were talking about in the car, most men know what we want and need in a relationship. Um, and so, no, I don't think there. I don't think there's anything detrimental. The only time, for, uh, you know, listening to Fresh and Fit is detrimental to the relationship is if you have a shitty relationship. There are so many guys who come to me and say, "Donovan, um, my girl is doing X, Y, and Z. How do I get her to stop?" And I got to tell him, "Bruh, like it's over. It's yeah. over. Like the, the 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 end of your relationship is a mathematical inevitability." Yeah, Rich Cooper talks about this. If you've already let, and it goes both ways, if you've let your significant other disrespect you to a certain point, it's over. You're not getting it back because then Mm-mm. at this point. It's fake. You yep. trying to earn it back, she can smell or he can smell that it's just you, you got you listen, tolerated it for that long. Dude, you already. gotta you you gotta be like this from the start. You've got to set the tone. Yeah. Be, because here's the thing women are going to try you. This is just what they do. They have to make sure that you are the man you presented yourself to be. And if they try or shit test you, as we like to say, yeah. and the earlier you fail shit test, the worse off it's going to be. So if you are allowing her to text her exes when when you guys were just in the fucking stage, then guess what? She's going to be texting her exes when you guys are in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. The mistake that men make is they still commit to these women. What if, okay, I'm fucking a girl, Donovan, and she still texts her ex. What do I do? Keep fucking her, but don't commit to her, man. Mm-hmm. The mistake guys make is they commit to her and then say, well, now that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't want you to text your ex anymore. Well, she's going to rightfully say, fuck you. And in the back of her mind, she's thinking, you didn't make this a requirement when we were fucking. You didn't make a requirement when, 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 when you asked me for your commitment. You're not going to change the game. And this is another mistake men make is they angle for the relationship first. When you angle for a relationship first, in other words, asking, asking a woman to be your girlfriend before she asks you to be her boyfriend, 
you have forfeited any and all leverage. Couldn't all of it. 100%. Because here's what happens. If you ask a girl to be your girlfriend, dude, 11 times out of 10, she's going to say yes. Because in her mind, she thinks, oh, okay, I have now fulfilled all the requirements necessary to secure his commitment, which means that there's nothing she is going to change. So if you ask a girl to be a girlfriend, she says yes, and and then you say, okay, well, I don't want you on social media or going to the bars or clubs. She's going to be like, uh, fuck you. You told me you asked me to be your girlfriend, and now all of a sudden you're making these retroactive requirements? Fuck you. I'm out. Right. And rightfully so. No, you got to let bitches know exactly where you stand, even when you're in the casual hookup stage, because that really sets the tone. And guys almost never do that. Valid. Totally valid. I don't have, I wouldn't have the same requirements for something casual. Though. Sure. Oh, no, no, of course I'm, not. I'm like, I'm quite easy going. Uh, let's see here. God, there's so much. Yeah, it makes your head explode sometimes, right? No, what, so what do you think, because we're talking a lot about what women can learn. What do you think men need to do? Say you, you, you have a guy who's 17, mm-hmm. he barely gets laid, mm-hmm. women seem to ignore him. Because mm-hmm. we, we, everyone in this space, with any brain whatsoever, understands that in this day and age, in 2023, in the Western world, most guys are invisible to women. Yes. And this is something, talking to the, to the ladies here. Most women are going for a small percentage of men. Yes. So all the men that you're going for are going to have options typically. Yes. So you think that all men are like this because you're ignoring all these sweet guys that do whatever you want, say whatever you want, are there at every whim, so you're not even paying any attention to them. So for the guys that are typically absolutely invisible, Mm -hmm. what are some things they can do to change that? If you so so the first thing we need to so we'll take a, a two prong approach. So the first thing I would advise a seventeen year old to do is you need to work on yourself. When you're in your late teens, early twenties, you have all the energy in the world. Build up your body, man. Make sure make sure you get make sure you get in make sure you get into and maintain shape. Get ripped because the easiest, the quickest, and most efficient way to increase your inherent value is to get in and stay in shape. If you are in shape. If you are in shape, you're going to separate yourself from 95% of guys out there. But the second thing that guys need to understand is that most most men are invisible to most men. Most men are invisible to most women sexually. And this is, it's illustrated when you ask women certain things I about... I rel- blame a woman. I mean, look at the dudes, man. You just yeah. walk around in the street, no muscles, nothing. No, just nothing. Men, no, no ambition. Most men I meet in any instance just... They're just average guys. You, just, all you have to do is ask your average guy... How things are going. Oh, same shit. Yeah, same oh, shit. Different same day. Shit, different day. Same yeah, yeah. Day. yeah, yeah. I smoke weed. I drink beer. I play video yeah. games. Yeah. It's like you don't have anything exciting and nothing. Just oh, same old, same old. Yep. I mean, dude. I mean, uh, why, listen, I wouldn't want to date that. No, of course not. Most guys, most guys are losers. Unfortunately, <laughs> most guys who are losers think they deserve women. No, you have to understand if 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 you want to if you want to attract quality women, you're going to have to bring value to some degree. As a 17-year-old, all through your 20s, you're going to have to understand it's going to be a rough time for you. But that's necessary. There are no more rites of passage for young men anymore. I know down in um, down in South America, there's a tribe where they do this. They put on these sleeves, and they put a bunch of bullet ants in the sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they got to do that 20 days in a row. After that, they give, you a, they give you a hut, they give you a wife, and you're a man. There are no rites of passage here in the, Uni- or in the Western world. Well, that's changed a little bit. 
The rite of passage is making it through your 20s. If you can make it through your 20s without knocking a bitch up, without get without without uh, you know catching a charge, getting going a criminal to, record, to jail, yeah. going to jail, um, if you can make it out of your 20s and you've got a good job that's going to turn into a career, you're in good shape. That's your rite of passage. I think a lot of guys need to understand that your 20s is that's going to be that's going to be your learning curve. Yeah. You're not listen. You'll you're going to date women here and there. Like I'm doing pretty good then. You're, you're you are clearly the exception to the rule. But for the rest of us, yeah. we had to get our hearts broken. We had to fall and skin our knees. This is necessary, and I think a lot of guys need to embrace the struggle because because our 20s is where we really become men, right? But in our 30s, if you have done what you should, if you've done what you're supposed to be doing in your 20s, once you hit 30, 34, 35, that's when the real fun begins. A 35-year-old man who has his shit together is akin to an 18-year-old girl. It's literally the same thing. They're both at the dawn of their sexual peak, which is typically why these kinds of relationships tend to work. But if you spend most of your 20s, you know, hanging out with your loser friends, drinking all day, playing video games, smoking weed all day, blah, 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 blah. Well, then guess what? By the time you're 35, 36 years old, you're going to be a fucking loser, and women aren't going to want you regardless of and your that's age. That's the saddest thing, because the older you get as a guy, if you haven't developed that thick skin, you haven't gone through a lot of shit, Dude. lost a lot, and gained and lost, and gained and lost, and got fucking, you know, broomsticked. I, I've used, used yeah. this in a few videos. Yeah. Broomsticked up the ass with yeah. that lube, where really you've got you've gotten it, you've been given it. Life's given given you the heart. The you only time, that. the only t- the only way to be successful with women is to be hurt by them. And you and I had that conversation in the car. If you if if you have fucked enough pretty girls, eventually their beauty you become impervious to their beauty. And I'll say this too: the best relationship a man will ever have can never be with the woman he loves the most. It just can't happen. Uh, you heard my so dude. You heard my story about their uh, 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 when I was telling uh, MTR and Pearl, the, you know, with the with the baby daddy and him going to jail and all that. I've never loved a woman as much as I loved her. My girlfriend, I love her to the moon and back. She's maybe number four or five on the list. The reason why the best relationship that a man can be, the man will ever be in, has to be with a woman that he doesn't love the most is because. Is because if you really do love a woman that much, you don't have the requisite resolve oh, to do and say what, what needs to be done and said. Oh, so if you're so and I, when you're so head over heels, you just don't have that resolve, regardless of your age. This is why you need to date around, dude. Get cheated on, get get your heart broken, get finessed, get used. It sucks in the beginning, but again, you you start to build up the scar tissue. That's attractive on a man, not so much a woman. A man who's battle-tested is attractive to women. A woman who's battle-tested, not attractive for men. So men need to embrace the struggle and just understand that even though things kind of suck right now, as, as long as you keep going and don't do anything stupid, trust me, things will get better. Makes perfect sense. I, I, for me, I, because I, I, I fully agree with this. Women love literally having scars. Yes, yes. And this is exactly why you're, you're, you're a protector. You've gone through a lot of shit. You've yes. come out alive. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, you've come out swinging. Yeah. I, I definitely prefer more a, a woman who hasn't been through too many trials. Of course not. No way. Like, for instance, I wouldn't mind being that I was in the military. If I met a girl who was in the Israeli army as well, that wouldn't be a that would be a turn on for me. I wouldn't mind. Oh as really? Long, yeah, I wouldn't mind. As okay. long as as long as she was still a nice sweet girl. Yeah, and she didn't get ran through by all the yeah, you know by all the obviously yeah, yeah. that would be a risk. But especially maybe if she was in security there or whatever, I would have no issue with that. It's, and I understand that because you can because she's not a stranger to you know. 
you know, like I she's like, not soft. She's not like I a little like a delicate flower. Woman. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm with I you. prefer femininity. If we have to, if there's a scale, one being extremely feminine, ten being extremely masculine, I would like it. I would say probably a three or a four. Okay, kind of, okay. Because I've gone through my own things. I like a girl. If 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 we. Uh, you know, are moving. We're moving from one property yeah, to another. Yeah, yeah. If the girl's sitting there kind of combing her hair while I'm yeah, carrying yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. she's like, you know, but I can't, you know. But yeah, right, right, right. I want a girl who's going to roll up her sleeves, pick up the box. Yeah, she's yeah, she's not afraid. Yeah, Dude, that's I what can. I love about my girl. She's not afraid of hard work. Like, every yeah. once in a while, like, we'll buy a table or whatever. She like Every once in a while, she just likes to put stuff together. But by the same token, when it's time to get down, yeah, she'll put on the yeah. she'll put on the heels and the hoops and the lipstick and all that. That's but, what I like, yeah. Yeah, I don't want a girl who's... I, I don't want a girl who, who's not afraid to get her hands dirty. Yes, we all love feminine women, but by the same token, if you're not going to clean the toilet or cook because you're afraid you're going to break a nail, dude, I'm sorry, yeah, I, don't yeah, have, yeah, I don't have time yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. You have to have agency and utility to some degree. Right. Yes, we love feminine, docile, sweet, soft women, but... When the rubber meets the road, you're going to do what needs to be done. I want a girl who will help me change the time. Absolutely. I can do it on my own, but if she's there with the light, she's helping yeah, me. Yeah, of it's course. It's raining. She's getting there. There you go. I grew up poor. I can't deal with these girls who are going to sit in the car with the AC on while I'm in the rain. Like, yeah, fuck that. Meaning, no way. I'm not going to – I might not expect her to get out of the car. I might be like, babe, it's okay. Stay in the car. Sure, but, but I she'll want be like, her no, offer, I got you. I want her – I want her to offer it. Yeah. I want her to be like, no, no, don't worry about it. Fucking rain. I don't give a shit. It's water. Let's do it. Let's fix it. Yeah, she's not car. a she's not a soft little delicate flower. I no, I get it. I'm I I'm hundred percent with you. I'm not I'm not I wouldn't be able to deal with that. No. It's a headache. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. One hundred percent. So are there any things that you wanted to mention that came to mind? Um how, by the way, how how many where, where are we? Ten minutes. We what do you mean ten minutes? Left. So what we're oh. fifty minutes in? Okay. Are yes. you kidding me? We've been doing this for 50 we, we, minutes? We've been flying, man. Yeah, crazy. Right? I swear to dude, every time I do this stuff, it just it's 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 like you're in a time warp when you talk about this stuff. Um I think one to go back to I will say this, I'll, I guess my last thoughts on this is the I think the most important thing for men to understand is that you can't angle for a relationship first with women. You cannot do it. Because like I said before, when you are the when you ask a woman to be your girlfriend, you are forfeiting your you're forfeiting your right to set boundaries and expectations. And I mean, it, it, you can't blame a girl if you don't if you don't let her know what's required and what's not. So now a lot of guys ask, we'll take it a step further. A lot of guys ask, okay, well, all right, so I'm not going to angle for the relationship first. What if she never angles for the relationship? Then she doesn't like you as much as you thought she did. That's what it comes down to. Well, like you, yeah, well they... what if she's waiting for me to ask? She might be waiting for you to ask, but if she really wants to be with you, at some point, she is going to push you. And I'll say this too. Never, ever, ever commit to a woman the first time she asks you for commitment. You reject her at least, at least two times. Then the third time, she's going to ask you, okay, 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 okay. And this is this is this is this this is my. You know, it's funny though, saying these kinds of things though, you can put women listening to it on guard. And oh yes, out for it, yada yada. That's why when it comes to all these things, when it comes to certain knowledge, certain understanding, it's not some kind of sneaky thing. No, it's just the I don't way it sit is. There, I don't sit there, and I've done this too many times, and it and it doesn't work because they don't like to hear it. It's like Rolo talks about this. You have this understanding. If a girl is more logically minded, because some women have more of an emotional understanding of things and sure. they get triggered very quickly yeah, of course and others tend to be will, will be able to sit and understand and by the way that often comes from life experience yeah of course that's why i like a girl who's had a little bit of life experience i don't necessarily mean sexually 
but who's lived a little, who's had some troubles. Maybe her, her, she grew up in a bit of a tough Yeah, a little adversity. So yeah. she, she's not as soft and she can handle things she doesn't like to hear as much. And then I can have these conversations that you and I are having. But when I sit there and I'm trying to have these, they're very logical discussions. We are having, making very logical points, but there's just, it hurts too much to hear it. So then I sound like an asshole. And it's yeah. Like, this is just what I think. It doesn't make you bad. I have nothing against you as a woman. But this is how it is. Yes. I think you're awesome. This is just how I view things. And I think much of this is logically sound. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, but, but. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't. The, the, the way you set the tone in a relationship is when she asks you for the third or fourth time. Okay, you keep telling me I don't want to be in a relationship with a guy like you. You keep telling me, you keep telling me. Okay, all right. This is what you tell her. You say, okay, all right. Do you really want to know what it's like to be in a relationship with a guy like me? Well, yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Fucking do it. You know what you do? You look her right in the eye and say, unlock your phone and hand it to me right now. And then you shut up. 11 times out of 10, 11 times out of 10, she's going to freeze like a deer in the headlights because she knows she's fucking other guys. And that's okay. But you just let her know indirectly that if... You didn't even have to say anything. Just by telling her, unlock your phone and hand it to me right now, you are letting her know indirectly you're communicating to her. If you want my commitment, you are going to have to be transparent, and it starts with your phone. If she happens to be a unicorn and she's not fucking five guys at the same time, she hands you her phone. You don't even look at the phone. She's going to ask you, okay, so like, can we be boyfriend and girlfriend? You say, well, that's a start. What do you mean that's a start? Well, I'll tell you this. Yes, you have to be transparent, but I don't commit to women who go to bars or clubs. I don't commit to women who are on social media, and I don't commit to women who travel alone. Wait a minute. You're telling me I can't be on social media? I'm not telling you you can't do anything. If you want to be on social media, you can do that. But again, you make yourself the kind of woman I don't commit to. So your girl does not have Instagram? Zero. None. Dude, she doesn't have anything. Instagram, no Twitter, no nothing. She often makes a joke. Uh, People ask her, Devin, what's what's your IG? She says, she says 404. Huh. Which is like you know the so the, the inner. I, I I'm I'm I guess you can say more easygoing in that sense. Yeah, I'm I, very intense when it comes to I, that. You're an intense dude. I see that. Well, the so. reason well the reason why, and I think we had this conversation before, is is you learn a lot more about women. You learn a lot more about women when you are the dude she's cheating with than when you're the dude she's cheating on, for reasons known only to only to the creator himself. For whatever reason, women that are cheating with you feel the need to tell you how they're getting away with the cheating. And so and and so I've been the I've been the I've been the side dude plenty of times, which is exactly why I have these requirements. Women cheat on Inst- they cheat on Instagram. They cheat when they travel. Dude, I lived in Vegas for almost 8 years. I can't tell you how many wives and girlfriends I banged whose husbands or boyfriends had no idea. Okay, well guess what? I'm not going to commit to a woman who travels. Okay? Um I've been a I, dude, I used to be in the clubs all what's the time. Your, what's your take, Lou? All girls trips, I would be very, it'd be very... I, I, no, no, listen. I once discovered four and a half years afterward that I was cheated on because of traveling, so I instantly associated... Yeah, the yep. traveling all girls it's trips, it, especially if... Yeah, girls trips are out. Yeah, I don't even, like, the girls dancing on tables and stuff, not Nope. The whole, the bar thing, I'm okay with. Instagram depends on what the Instagram is. I am not okay with poses. If you have a bikini, and I'm not, I'm, I'm super tr- traditional, so that's, like, fine. that's the whole thing. How about private if, and family? What do you mean? Like she? No, let's say she's a realtor like me. If she's, nah. a real, if she's a realtor like me, and as long as she doesn't dress like a hoe, she then have your page. Like, well, here's the thing: if I'm dating, well, here's the yeah, but he, but, no, 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 but no, no. Well, I, don't, 
I'm giving you giving an example. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna have to listen, man. I, I believe you have to have a certain level of trust. Obviously, you're giving some leeway, and it could nah, fuck you over. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Okay. A lot of people ask me, Donovan, do you trust Devin? And I say, I trust Devin to be a woman. What this means is that if she has an opportunity to cheat and she knows they won't find out, she's going to do it. If she is on a girl's trip and she has sex with somebody, how the fuck am I going to know? Which is why I don't commit to women who travel alone. Do you think you really think she'll take it absolutely knowing her? You think if she has the option, she might do it? Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe 90% of the time she wouldn't. But it, the more time she does it. The more the the higher the hold on the more the more time she goes on girl strips the higher the likelihood she cheats. Sure, that's just how it is. Do you think that if she wanted to do it, she would do it anyway? Like trip or no trip? Wait, if you think she wanted to cheat, she would do it anyway. Meaning locally, she doesn't have to go to Barbados. If she wants to do it, she could do it uh, twenty blocks away. And how would she do that? I don't know. I mean, Again, this is why, and this is why I had my requirements. I don't date women who go to bars and clubs, right? right? That's where women aren't women aren't picking up guys at the library. They're not picking up guys at the grocery store, at least not that we know of, right? right. And so and and again, I'm not her father. I can't tell her what it, what what she can and can't do. There is and if a woman, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is the way I'll put it. And I think this is an apt analogy. You're right. If a woman wants to cheat, she's absolutely going to cheat. It doesn't matter what requirements I have. Doesn't matter what I tell her I don't I I, I don't, right. you know, require. But by the same token, if and I have a I have a state of the art home security system. If somebody really wanted to rob, like if they really wanted to rob my house, they could do it. But guess what? Just because just because I know a woman, uh, just because I know a dude could rob my house if he really wanted to, doesn't mean I'm going to leave the door unlocked. You better fucking believe that if somebody's going to rob me, I'm going to make them earn it. If my girl wants to cheat on me, I'm going to make her fucking earn it. She's going to have to be cloak and fucking dagger, Magnum PI, Top Gun type shit to get away with cheating on me. With all these requirements, it would be very difficult for her to cheat. So at some point, she's got to make a choice. Okay, I'm not really feeling Donovan anymore, so I could cheat, but then it's going to be very difficult. Or I could just tell him that I don't want to be with him anymore. Mm. And women always do what's easier. So what's easier? Is it easier to try to cheat and get away with it or just tell him, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling this anymore. They're going to take the easy way out and be like, Donovan, you know what? It's way too hard to cheat on you. I'm just not feeling you anymore. At, w- at which point, I'm like, okay, hey, it is what it is. I guess it's fairly. You're laying the ground rules. I think- look, look, here, let me let me end it. Let me let me end it with this. So, going back to the house analogy, if somebody wants to, che- if, if 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 a woman really wants to cheat, she'll cheat. That does not mean that I have to grease the skids for that. I get, you I understand get it, what I mean? I get, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna create the environment for that. No, way. I, I hear you. So you have a very, and I'm. I also have a definitely a strong approach to these things because I, I just understand that as much as you can trust people, like you, you can't be too naive. The, no, the more leeway not. you give people, they're just like, ah, this guy doesn't even respect himself. Yeah, he has no boundaries. Fuck it. Um, would you argue though that by being this strict, it may. A one limit your options, mm-hmm. and B it might. So sometimes say with kids, if you if you force people in one direction too much, they have this have this natural inclination to go the other way. Okay, don't touch that red button. Yeah, you sure. cannot do A, B, and C. And then ultimately they go, well, they're pushing me so hard. It could be subconscious. They're pushing me so hard. I want to try that thing. Here's the thing. It, here's the thing. If your boundaries and expectations are causing animosity, then that's not the girl for you. 
And that's okay. That doesn't make her a bad person. It just, see, if a woman is not, if a woman doesn't want to adhere to my boundaries and expectations, that doesn't make her a bad person. It just means she's not ready to be in a relationship with a guy like me. Right. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm never going to talk to her again. We can still keep it casual, but I'm not, I'm not going to give you access to my tears, uh, my time, energy, sure. attention, and resources. It's, it's all cool. But there are, certain, there are certain things that I will not continue to give a woman my commitment for if she engages in certain kind of behaviors. doesn't make her a bad person if she wants to go to bars or clubs. But she can either go to bars or clubs or she her? can – Do you go with her to bars or clubs? N- I, no, I don't – dude, I'm 45 years old. No way, man. <laughs> if, if, and here's the thing. What about when you were younger? Say you were my age. Uh, well, I wasn't really relationship material at that point either. Hey, man, I wasn't really relationship material uh, at uh, at that point either. Uh, but I will say this: a lot of guys uh, will take their girl to the bar or the club, and they, hey, I'm there with the girl. They'll go off and use the bathroom, and the guy comes back. Right? The, 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 a guy's sitting on his guy sitting on his girl. Well, what do I do if a guy's sitting on my girl? Well, you brought her to a bar, and a, you brought her to a bar. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, so what you're going to have to do? See, there's a difference between insecurity. There's a difference between insecurity and being territorial. B- insecurity would be, what the fuck were you talking to him for? Being territorial is not taking her to a place where men hit on women in the first place. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it really comes down to what you will or won't tolerate. If you're sta- if, if, and, and you're right. It does shrink my, it does shrink my potential pool. of Absolutely. But guess what? Would, would, as a man, would I rather be single and play sure, the field sure, or be in a relationship with a woman who puts herself in position to cheat all the time? Okay. For yeah. me, for me personally, I, I would, since I like, I don't go to bars that often, but I do like going to bars. I would go with my girl. I have done that. Um, and I'm going to have that trust. Okay. If, if, if for me, if I feel that she steps out of line, if she's, too friendly with a guy if anything i see or i hear or whatever that's it i walk away and call it a day okay i like bars enough where like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go and not let her go sure with me, that makes sense so that's just our you know yeah it's and and i mean there Clubs was a time I don't really care for but i yeah. used to but yeah, yeah. bars yeah yeah I but love, i mean and I when like i was that. younger and had more you know piss and vinegar in me yeah maybe um but again just like you said it 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 is it is personal preference but i think it also comes down to where you where you're at uh, at in in your stage of life, when I was younger, maybe I could do it, but I'm just th- this is this is just we this is the way stages. I run. This. I just yeah. wonder how because you, you you don't want kids. I wonder how you'd be with kids because of course your woman's not your kid, but like I just find that in in certain instances, and it obviously it works with you and, and Devin, mm-hmm. but if you you need boundaries, but at the same time, I feel that giving a certain amount of freedom, and that that means something to everybody else allows that person to say you know what well he's not too crazy he's not too pushy okay here's the now, thing and that is a risk that is well a risk. no 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 here but 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 here's the thing she doesn't have to adhere to anything totally she doesn't have to if she doesn't then she any if if she does something that that's out of line she automatically forfeits my commitment correct that's yeah. that's the way it works mm-hmm. 60 years ago it was okay to give your woman a level of trust but as we all know in 2023 women are literally inundated with media movies social media telling them to put themselves in position to cheat and a lot of guys say, well, if a woman loves you, she'll never cheat on you. No. If a woman really loves you, she will never put herself in position to cheat. Because you got to understand, just because a woman loves you, that doesn't stop her from being sexually attracted to other guys. That's just the way it goes. It's the same with guys. Both ways, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, 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 but the number one, the number one thing as a man you have to be able to do, you have to be able to protect her physically and you have to be able to provide for her and all that. But the number one thing you have to protect women from is themselves. Because 
women are on their default setting is self-destruction. If they are left, and the proof is all around us, if women are left to their own devices, they self-destruct. They drink, they do drugs, they fuck, they get tattoos. This is why women need a strong leader in their lives because if they don't, they run off the rails. Okay, well, I mean, just, you, you, a lot of women listening to this would be like, oh, well, men do that all the time themselves if they're single. Yeah, but guess what? We're men. And bro- see, here's the difference. Broken men can be fixed. Broken women cannot. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Dude, I've been through some shit, but I'm okay. But if a woman has been through some when a woman goes through enough dick, at some point she's broken mentally. It does not work the same way with guys. Men and women are very different in that regard. I can hear that. Yeah. I can hear that. Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely am on your page with most of this for sure. With the relationship stuff, I'm definitely, I definitely have a lot of boundaries. Sure. Especially from the way I grew up, but. If a woman doesn't want to adhere to your boundaries, it just means she's not ready to be in a relationship well, 100%, with you. Yeah, hundred percent. But I also understand that, like, I, I, she's going to have boundaries too, which I'm going to respect. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. What kind of boundaries? What is Dev- Devin doesn't have any kind of boundaries for you? Why? Why should she? I mean, it's a two way street. No, it is not a two way street. I am the. Well, here's the thing. Let's just say if if dude, I'm in Miami, right? Okay. Devin doesn't have a problem with that. She has no problem with that. Who knows? Maybe she has a problem. Maybe she doesn't. But guess what? She's going to stay in pocket because because again, here's here's the deal. And this is what it really comes down to. Most men don't understand that as far as high value men are concerned, there are more women available to us than the men that they want are available to them. Devin could break up with me tomorrow. I'll be just fine because I'll have a lot more options for long term relationships than she does. And, and of course, listen, she can get dick anytime she wants to, but anytime she wants to. But again, as a man, you have to understand that we are the commodity. There are, there are more of you have to, the attitude that you have to have with women. And it's a hundred percent true. There are more than you than there are of me. So you've got to qualify to me. Okay. Well, if you don't want me to go, go into bars or clubs, then you can't go to bars or clubs. Nope. It's not going to work that way. So what are you going to do? Well, I don't want to be in a relationship. Okay, great. Guess what? I, I can replace you with I can replace you with six other bitches. How many Donovans are you going to find? Yeah, didn't think so. That's what it comes down to. And, a, and and there are some men who take advantage of the leverage they have on their women, and rightfully so. You have to have you have to have that kind of leverage over your woman for her to have any respect for you. That's the that I mean that's the bottom line. And to me, it's supply and demand. What is that, dude? Oh, fireworks. Oh, okay. Whoever, wh- whoever yeah, there, an explosion yesterday. I gotta, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whoever is, whoever is the more, whoever is the rarer commodity has the leverage. I agree with that. Beauty is common. Guys who make my kind of money and live my kind of life are not, and that's why Devin has no problem with me doing what I do I, here I and do her, her staying at home. You have, if you have a certain level of status or, or money, looks, you know, you she has to respect you and, and kind of revere you in order to respect you. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't want to feel like I'm. Obviously, I think a woman does have to feel that you're superior sure. superior to her to some degree to yeah. really honor and respect you. But when I, I think about that, is I still want to make sure that her happiness is there. Like uh, a right? woman is no, no, no. A woman is only happy if you're happy. What I think what a lot of men need to understand: ninety five percent of a woman's happiness is directly tied to the man's happiness. That that's the way it's always been, and that's the way it she always will be. Spoke about this, yeah, that that that's just listen, women, dude. Break listen, man. No matter what women, you're right. No matter what women say. In the deepest recesses of their mind, it is in their very nature to desire to surrender to a man. This is what women. This is what women want, and it's what they need. 
And so when you, when you make it clear to a woman what your boundaries and expectations are, it's almost like they thank you for that because they're like, you know they can what? Take a break. They can relax. Yeah, there you go. They don't want to have to worry. They don't want to have to worry about all this pushing back and and this and that and the third. Again, a woman does not have to do anything she doesn't want to do. You're not her father. You're not trying to be her father. Right. But you can heavily influence a woman's behavior by the way you respond, and that's really how you maintain frame. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of very valid points. But hey, I got a lot to learn. I'm 28. I mean, oh, we, dude, we, yeah, we yeah. Do you're, dude, Jesus Christ, dude, dude, play the field, man. You got at least what are you 28? Yeah, man, no, uh, you got at least another seven years of playing the field, man. Nah, I mean, for, <laughs> honestly, dude, for me, once I have certain things in order, I would like to. Yeah, you know, just because. Listen, man, the stuff gets, it's, gets the player so, life it gets, gets old. So old man. It gets oh my god, it gets so fucking it gets old. old, man. It's the same shit every day. Like I like I like having a person. Yeah, it's and and I say this all the time, but I had a great time in Vegas and it was great fucking a bunch of girls and doing all this other kind of stuff. But, dude, my life is 10 times better now, man. It really is. Nothing is more. There's nothing more gratifying than being successful and having someone to share it with, man. It's just a better fucking life, man. And even though, you know, I've got all these boundaries and and I can talk about these girls. No, man. Like, I love my life. I love my girlfriend. And I'm glad she's in my life. Because my life is, I would be, I would be just fine without her, but my life is better with her in it. I can freely admit that. That's great. Okay. Are there any other things you'd like to uh, unpack? No, I think that, I think that just about does it. I think we. Yeah, we went went a little over the limit. Appreciate you, Luke. You're a good man. All All right. Well. Mr. Sharp, Donovan, I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much. I'll have have you on soon. I got to have you on soon. Yeah. That'd be great. I'm going to post this to my channel. I'm going to post this to my channel. Post this to your channel. I'll post this to my channel and I'll link everything in it. Um, What I'll do is I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll record an intro for it. Be like, hey, man, you know, I met my guy Rafi in Miami. Check out his, you know, check out his channel, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the sit down podcast we did, and then I run the and then I we'll, run the podcast. We'll see which which uh, video gets more hateful comments. Yes, okay. the more hate, the better. <laughs> the more hate, the better. Yeah, we like viruses. All right, all right, guys, subscribe, like, and share. Make sure to check out uh, Donovan's content. I'm going to link everything uh, below, or we'll put it on top. Hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace. Peace.